Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, battered fans of all ages, the Battered Fans Network is live with the post-game reaction of the Miami Dolphins victory over the New York Jets. With me today, I have no Dolphin backup. I felt like I could hold this one down on my own, but I do have two Battered Jet fans with me. As always, the Battered CEO himself, Danny G, and the world's most famous Jet fan himself, <laughs> Gunny Gumby's in the house. Gunny, let's start with you because I, I had to stop your tirade there for a second. And I said, no, I want that on-air reaction. Go ahead, brother. I'm not even going to ask you how you're doing. Go ahead and let me have it. I think what's most frustrating about this is we all knew this was going to happen. I think we all knew it was going to happen. The moment they said Tim Boyd was going to be the quarterback, um, no we practice. all knew his lack of – with no practice, we knew this was going to happen. But to me, I think it's just how much of a fight this defense put up to get a pick six when our offense couldn't score – to allow the Dolphins to score on a 99-yard hell mare, it, it, you, you can't write this stuff up. The embarrassment level of it is what's more frustrating about it. The defense did their best to make it a game. Our offense did everything they could to do the opposite. They wanted the Dolphins team to not just win, but to make it an embarrassing game for the Jets. And they did that. The Jets' offense did exactly that. The, the Miami Dolphins didn't even play well today. What no. makes this whole thing worse? The Dolphins play bad for what they can do. Like, this wasn't even the Dolphins, I would say, at 60% of what they can do. Had a bad game. They showed a flat. And the Jets found a way to go ahead and make this an even more embarrassing loss than possible. I'm so sick and tired of this team, man. If if nobody gets fired freaking by the time Monday comes around, it, you can tell this is the organization that's just not serious. At this point, at this point, I'm, I'm in that mindset of, of, of fuck it. If Aaron Rodgers can't handle the fact that we got to go ahead and do what's best for the organization and that causes him to leave, then so be it, man. Like, he can't he can't fix this. He cannot fix this. And I'm, Somebody needs to get fired. It's, it's, uh, if it's not going to be Joe Douglas, which I believe it should be, you know what? Fuck Hackett. He needs to go. Sala, I'm, I'm done, bro. Like, the, the lack of discipline that I saw today. Yep. At some point, you got to stop saying this to players. That's how you, you're running a lackadaisical organization that these guys feel they can do this kind of shit. Undisciplined, unprepared, just that was not even an NFL product. I, I think there's, there's division two college football teams that mm. can operate better Danny offensively than what we saw today. That's oh my God, that's embarrassing. D Danny, I will go ahead and go to you now, sir, as the, the resident owner of the batter fans network uh you were i think you were there a trying to hype yourself up a little bit more during during our regular conversations obviously this is the first time our teams play each other but you were you were a little bit more on edge today sir was it more of the game was it you were trying to hype yourself maybe there's some excitement but ultimately what was your final takeaway after seeing four quarters <laughs> of jets and dolphins football well this is how i get after uh, before every jet game or during every jet game it could be literally the I don't know, the 2-14 and 14 Jets from a couple of years ago playing against the 2007 Patriots. Sure. And I'll convince myself that we have somehow have a chance. So yep. that's why I don't like watching football games with anybody because I convince myself that there's a chance and I lock in. But um, this game, I, I felt like the first half was kind of like what we expected. We expected yeah. that the Jets would play good defense, that the Dolphins had to uh, uh, take advantage of every scoring opportunity that they had. And I'm sure we'll get into that with Manny real quick because I know he had a couple things to say about that. And, um, and I mean... As a Jet fan, you were kind of happy going into the half at 10-6, especially after turning the ball over twice. You're like, okay, 10-6, you know, we might not win, but we're going to keep it respectable, maybe give ourselves a chance in the fourth quarter. But then you throw that Hail Mary. And the fact that 
they ran it back 99 yards. And I Bro. get it. If he would have gotten it into the end zone, that doesn't happen. The issue was that everybody was saying, oh, Tim Boyle has a strong arm. He didn't get the ball into the end zone. No. So Jalen, uh, was it Holland? Holland Javon had to Holland, out. right. Javon Holland. He had yeah. a run out, and he got it at the one-yard line. Everybody else was inside the end zone. At that point, it's the one-yard line, and between the one-yard line and the other end zone, it's just offensive linemen and then Brees Hall. That was it. Yeah. So he was at the advantage at that point. So don't tell me that Tim Boyle has a great arm if he can't get the ball into the end zone. Zach Wilson, for everything that you say about him, the couple times he's throwing a Hail Mary, he's gotten it into the end zone. Who sure. was it that he – what that team was, was it that we played against that he got it into the end zone and Garrett Wilson should have made the catch? I forgot what team it was. I'm pretty sure but it was the Bills game. Was, I'm it, Bills. It I'm pretty been sure Bills. it was the Bills game, yeah. yeah. He can get the ball into the end zone. That was the issue there, that the ball did not get into the end zone. It ended up being like a punt return. So um, it, all in all, I thought that the first half went – I mean, it, it, it's sad to say, but it went the Jets' way yeah. because you, you ended up going in 10-6. But once, once they scored that 99-yard touchdown, the game was over. Because if you're down, well, a, a couple reasons. One, you're now down more than one touchdown. And two, you lose all momentum. The defense going into half at that moment, they were hyped. They had just turned the ball over twice. They're like, I'm sure that they were thinking to themselves, okay, we, we're doing this ourselves. In the second half, we could probably try to win this game ourselves. And then when that happens, I'm sure that morally it went out the door. And at that point, it, it was just it was game over after that. And let me tell you something: the Dolphins, like like Gunny said, the Dolphins did not play Dolphins football. No. I watched the Dolphins week in and week out because we do the, the the show together. And this is not Dolphins. Like I understand they just have a good defense, but the Dolphins did not play the way they should. They usually play. I agree with you. Um, let, let's talk about that first half. I said if the points are going to come, the points are going to come in the second quarter because that's technically when the Dolphins get live. Um, that's when their offense comes to life, I, I should say. Um, we only put up three. We should have put up six in the first half. Uh, I'll just touch on that subject real quick. I'll, I'm very disappointed when it comes to these fourth and ones, basically three yards away from the end zone, and Mike McDaniel either A, refuses to kick field goals. Now, if any anybody here that's currently watching out of the out of, out of the viewership, you know if you've watched Hard Knocks. I, don't, I know you gentlemen haven't watched it. Um, one comment he told Tyreek coming off the sideline after one of the games is like, you know, I don't like going for field goals there. And it was one of those situations where it's the one that he threw backwards to him that he got tackled right away against the Oakland Raiders. I'm sorry. For me, for me, I, up, you could call me an old head all you want. For me, points are points. If you're that close, either run the ball because it was fourth and one or kick the fucking field goal. Get points on the board. At that point, it should have been 6-0 because we got the ball back right away. But... Can I play and devil's I advocate for a second? Sure, go for it. I'm usually killing Mike McDaniel for the same reason you are right now. Yeah, usually, yeah. right? I usually yeah. I hate that he does that. Yeah. But in this particular game, I thought it wasn't the. It, it... Well, while you fix that, don't worry about it. But we'll we'll, we'll get it, we'll get him back here in a second. But um, he was about to defend my court my 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 coach. So his mic said, "No, nah, we're not doing we... that today." Are you back? Yeah. No, what I was going to say is in, in this particular situation, Mike McDaniel, if he doesn't get it, he has Tim Boyle inside his own five-yard line. Right. And Tim Boyle has not proven that he can move the ball. That's so at, fair. At worst, you're getting the ball back at, at the 50-yard line, and you're getting a chance at a safety, which, by the way, they almost got 
because Tim Boyle had to, by some miracle, throw the ball away. And I don't he know. He got how rid of that ball real fucking quick. I'll tell you that. I usually kill Mike McDaniel for that, but in this circumstance with this offense that he was playing against, I was like, I get it. I get it. I, wa- I 100% am with you. And if it would have been a small sample size of yeah. Mike McDaniel doing it, I probably wouldn't be talking shit right now. But the fact that he consistently does it week to week, 11 games in, it just it's tiresome. And I get it. People are going to be like, well, it should have been a touchdown if he doesn't drop it. I get it. But you're talking about an if. It's a certainty, about 98% certainty, that Jason Sanders could kick that extra point, basically, because we're, we're at our own three-yard line and get three points on the board. All I'm saying is six to zero at that point looks better. Then you get that touchdown by Tyreek. Now you're talking about 13-0. Then you talk about a pick six. We don't know if that pick six happens down the road, but even if we do, you're talking about going into the half 20 to six. Game is basically locked away because Danny and Gunny talked about it um, at both the preview episodes. If you get more than six, uh, 17 points on the Jets, they're not coming back. But alas, I told, I texted you guys right before it happened. I said, if a turnover is going to happen for Tua Tunga Vailoa, it's going to happen right now. 30 seconds later, pick six. But that's also something that I saw leading up for many weeks is Tua gets cute with a minute, two minutes left in, in, at, in the half. He gets cute with the ball. I don't know if it's him just trying to make a play. I don't know if it's the play calling coming in. Obviously, we're not privy to that information. And obviously, they're not going to spend too much time talking about turnovers. But my point is, if there's any time the two is going to throw picks, it's going to be right there. He obviously threw two before the half, giving you guys the ball back. But then obviously, a pick six happens moments later. But Danny, I, I agree with both of you. It wasn't a clean game by any point. But it goes to your point you just made right now. Maybe we didn't need to play a clean game because of the offense we were playing against. But again, if this is the product you're going to put on the field when you face the Baltimore Ravens, when you face the Dallas Cowboys, when you face the Buffalo Bills, which are your last three opponents, I don't care how well you do the next few weeks where you could only play 60% of your of your Dolphins football, someone's going to make you pay down the road. And you never know. You may drop one to one of these cupcake teams that are left on our schedule. I need to see a wholehearted – and if it's – I'm not saying I want to see seven, 70 points – like they put up against the Denver Broncos. I'm not saying I need to see that every week. What I'm saying is you can't make so many mistakes against really good football teams. Granted, they could go back and learn from this, right? I'll see how hard Knox is this week after we see the video of that and how they talk about it after the game. But you got to clean this shit up because it won't look right when you face a really good opponent down the road. Gunny, honest question to you, sir. Did you see anything different did it look any different to you? A Tim Boyle-led offense to a Zach Wilson-led offense. Was there anything that jumped out and be like, all right, Zach Wilson would have been able to do that, or Zach Wilson would have been able to do that? Was there anything that jumped out at you at all that you're like, this is this either A, the same exact offense, or B, it would have looked better with Zach Wilson at the helm? I believe her heart Zach Wilson could have played better than this. Okay. Predominantly based off his mobility, I think he would have been able to go ahead and turn, take some of those ridiculous sacks, which, by the way, some of those sacks came with, with Tim Boyle having plenty of time. Um, I started counting, man. I, I started counting point. like three seconds, three and a half seconds, and I'm like, oh, he's still holding on to the ball, and he has no mobility. I, I think Zach could have taken some of those and turned them into runs. I'm, I know Zach would have got the tackle on that freaking hell Mary pick six, although Zach wouldn't have thrown the pick six because he would have got into the damn end zone. That would have never been anything for us to worry about. Zach Wilson plays better today. Do we win the game? No, I don't think we win the game. But Zach Wilson would have played better today. Um, but th- this Zach isn't who people were talking about replacing 
at quarter, not Tim Boyle, wasn't who we wanted to see or play Zach. Correct. Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. At the end of the day, he's as bad as Zach with, you know what I'm saying, better stats over his career. Let's just see that guy. Tim Boyle shouldn't even be a backup in the NFL. I don't even know how he has his job. Like, the numbers have spoken for it. In college, he was trash. So nobody wanted to see Tim Boyle ever take a snap for the Jets. When they said they were, were benching Zach, I thought Trevor Simeon was going to go ahead and get some game time, and he did. You know, Zach Wilson in the sideline, like we were down 20 to 6 going into the third quarter, and uh, he happens to look up at the camera and just smirk. And I'm like, you know what, my boy? Don't blame you. And at that point, like you just got to go ahead and, and, and laugh at that. And But it really brings it to uh, right down to the, the gritty, right? Um, Hackett is trash. I, I, I think Hackett is as bad as Sean Payton said he was. That's what I said. I, I I, I think I think we may have overestimated the the work he did not with the Packers because we know he didn't do anything with the Packers sure. that was just Aaron Rodgers but when he was the Jacksonville Jaguars OC I went I went heavy on that talking about how he made Blake Borders look like he was a, a competent quarterback in the NFL um, Hackett is trash Hackett is without question probably I, I the Adam Gase era was better than this mm. the Adam Gase led offenses. Mm. We're better than this, and that's Sam Darnold and Adam Gase would look much better than what we've oh. seen this year. 100%. Oh, 100%. 100%. I, I, I believe Adam Gase with this defense and with Sam Darnold wins three more games that we didn't win. We haven't won. We did what three more games would have been won. That's how bad this offense is. I'm, I'm telling you, Hackett is less than trash, man. Like Sean Payton was 100% right. Hackett is only relevant because of Aaron Rodgers, he's only coaching right now because of Aaron Rodgers. And I, 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 I can't believe this guy might still be on this roster throughout this entire season. I, th- yeah. I think Hackett has to go. At one point or another, you got to look at it. Okay. Um, we saw equally bad offensive play calling. That was the same. It was For still sure. trash. For sure. <laughs> right? But, but you saw poor execution on Tim Boyle's part. I think Zach Wilson would have had a better game. Again, I'm not saying he would have won it, but no. he, he would have had a better game than that. I, I'm with you. And, Danny, I'm going to ask you the same question in a second, but I'll just give you my notes real quick. There were there were about six sacks this game. I I I look up the stats here. Seven, and seven. So there were seven in total. I would say at least four of those aren't sacks if Zach wasn't in his game. And what I mean by that is most of those sacks came from Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb collapsing the pocket to the where Zach will. I mean where Tim Boyle dropped back to. Boom, the sack happened right there. Some of those were Christian Wilkins when he stepped up. The thing that Zach Wilson has is escapability. He knows how to move in the pocket. He knows how to get out of the danger zone. He knows how to use his legs. Obviously, like you guys mentioned, at nauseum in these preview episodes was the fact that the mobility issue was going to be a factor, and it ended up being a huge one, giving up seven sacks. I don't think Zach Wilson – I think there was one game where he got sacked that much, but you're literally talking about one game out of the ten he did start. So outside of that, Danny – Anything that you looked at that you're like, it would have been better with Zach or same old shit, same old Jets, same old offensive play call. No, the, on the on our preview episode a couple of days ago, I told you that I would have picked the Jets to win if Zach Wilson was playing. Zach Wilson has had his moments. And I yep. thought that it was possible for him to have a moment on a short week where the Dolphins didn't have as much time to prepare. They're traveling the road team. I thought if Zach Wilson plays, I think we have a chance. Not because I think Zach Wilson is should be the starter or is great. Sure, but sure. I, but I thought that Zach Wilson could put a, a drive or two together and our defense could get a turnover or two like they did today. And I thought we had a better chance if Zach Wilson was playing. Now, I'm not going to come around and say that I didn't want Zach Wilson benched. Okay? 
It reason, should have happened a week later right, when you or have a, a quarterback before. who's who's not getting a whole. He right. didn't get one practice, Danny. But that's why you, it doesn't make sense. It didn't yeah. make sense that they did the QB change now. And I get right. it. I get it. They did it because they took too long because this should have happened a week or two ago. So they felt like, okay, that's it. We need to do it because our defense is now starting to give up on us because that's what happened. Let's oh, we're be honest. Talk the about defense, that in a second, Rob. The defense started giving up on the on the offense last week in the Bills game, and it's happened again this fourth quarter. So yeah. I get it. That's why they made the change, but they should have done it two weeks ago, and they should have bit their lip and they had a, they had to start Zach this week. Now, yep. I didn't see anything that Tim Boyle did that was better than what Zach Wilson did. Like Gunny said, everybody was kind of hoping for Trevor Simeon. Sure. The one thing that I did see Tim Boyle does that Zach didn't do, and he did it in the fourth quarter when it was a hurry-up offense, and the Dolphins yeah. were kind of softening up, giving them underneath, was little, he was getting the ball prevent. out quick. Right, yeah. right, a lot of prevent. And, and he was getting the ball out quick, and Zach rarely ever gets the ball out that quick. That's the only thing that I saw that Tim Boyle did that I was like, well, that's nice to see. But, again, the Dolphins had kind of softened up. It was a hurry-up offense, and, I mean, nothing, nothing. I, I don't want to see Tim – I want to see Trevor Simeon out there. Do I think Trevor Simeon is going to lead the Jets to a bunch of wins? Absolutely not. But he's the only one that has showed that he has played 30 games in the NFL as a starter. He has some positive numbers, even though he has a lot of negative numbers also. He showed that he can be a decent backup. And that's what we need. We need a decent backup that could maybe give us a scoring drive or two. I don't don't look at that one scoring drive that the Jets got at the end of the game and think, oh, wow, they got a scoring drive or the Dolphins. No, no. At that point, the Dolphins are like, hey, guys, soften up because we don't want to lose any more players. Because at that point, you guys had lost Phillips. Javon Holland got a stinger trying to tackle headfirst uh, uh, Tyler Conklin right into the chest. Like At that point, you guys just had to bench everybody. This was a, just a, a pathetic performance as usual. Well, well, let's talk about the upside of the ball. So I'll, I'll throw some quick numbers at you, Gunny. Tua, obviously, those two picks before the half looked terrible on his final stat line. If you were to take those out, 21 of 30, 243, a touchdown with no interceptions. But the, the interceptions did happen. So he ended up having those same numbers with two interceptions at the end. Raheem Mostert, 20 carries, 94 yards. Jeff Wilson, 11 carries, 56 yards. Darrington Evans, which, which was basically brought up off the press squad this week, had two carries for 16 yards. Both Tyreek and Jalen Waddle go over 100 yards. Tyreek does have that one touchdown. When you look at this defense, last week you saw a lot of bickering on, on the sidelines from this defense, just yelling at each other, blah, blah, calling each other out. There were some stupid penalties this game, but how did you overall feel about how the defense lined up against this Miami offense? Extremely well. I felt the first half told us what this defense could do if they had a competent office providing support. Um, this is a team right now that has to, the defense has to put on their heels with the thought process of we have to score if we need to have a chance. There's no belief on that team. I could only imagine what I would be feeling if I was on that defensive sideline watching us score points get two interceptions before the half comes in. I get to, We finally get to catch our breath, boys. We need to come back out here and score one more time, take the lead, and we can potentially make this game respectable to watch my offense throw a Hail Mary pick six mm. for a score. It's you Talk about demoralizing, bro. I, at that point, I'm asking myself, like, they're getting paid too, right? Are they, like, getting paid to play football? Why are we the only – I'd be livid. And – you you can't. I've been. I'm in the defense. Yeah, they're they're frustrated and they're taking it out on the other the other team because they can't take it out on their own. Because they can't punch right? their own players, right? They, they can't, can't punch, punch their, their own players. players. Uh-huh. So that's exactly why they're playing the way they are. Now again, they're grown men. I, there's no you, you can't get ejected. You can't make it easier for a team that's already got our number. But 
in this situation, the moment that pick six happened, not a single person that, that watched the Jets, not a single person in that locker room believed that it had a chance to win the game. We all knew it was over. At that point, all you can do is be frustrated as a Jets defense, and you saw that happen. Uh, I think they're more it's more of an indication of what they did in the first half of what they can do against the Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. than what happened in the second half. And unfortunately for them, they're out there playing by themselves. They've got no support from the special teams this game. We're missing freaking extra points, obviously. Had no support from the offense. It was the defense against the world. And at yep. some point or another, man, like it's going to come crashing down. So the defense in the first half lets me know that even if we had an average offense, we can go toe-to-toe with the Miami Dolphins. Um, we can go toe-to-toe with the Buffalo Bills. Oh. And I really believe that. But oh. unfortunately – you're just like calling Lizzo. <laughs> hey, hey, Raul, you spitting facts right now, my boy. That that's awesome. Hey, that was awesome. No, I don't think anybody called the Jets good though. I mean, the defense. No, no, nobody. The, the defense, defense. The defense. defense. Yeah, yeah. I, listen, I, I could, I could speak across the board here. Nobody's calling the Jets good. Nah, These guys have not called the Jets good. I do believe, and one of the things we talked about, Danny, this week was I had a strong belief that the defense would be what holds my Miami Dolphins to a low-scoring game. I don't think the final 34 points that shows in the second half is an indicator of how bad your defense played. So I agree with you, Gunny, 100%. Danny, obviously, like I said, Tyreek goes off again, gets over another 100 yards, inching him closer to that 2,000-yard mark. But you said, hey, we're taking away the over-the-top. That's fine. You could take away over-the-top. But the fact that you're giving up 200-yard receivers, by the way, Gunny and Danny, I know you didn't talk about it much. Did DJ Reed have any business covering Tyreek Hill for most of the game? I felt, and Danny, you've talked about this a lot. You wish it was more Rex Ryan scheme where, hey, Sauce, you're my best DB. Go stalk Tyreek Hill. Go stalk his ass. You couldn't hide from Revis. Revis would line up in the slot. If you're in the slot, Revis is lining up in the slot. He doesn't need the help from the sideline. Like Revis followed everybody around, but they refuse to do that. And it's it's very common in this year, this NFL now. They don't like their the best corners traveling with the receiver for some reason. But but did DJ Reed have any business covering Tyreek? Because I felt like it was very apparent at the very beginning of the game. This is a bad matchup. Like you, you and I have talked about this when you're looking at it from the Dolphins aspect. There was a um, I didn't Stephon think they, DJ Reed did that, that bad of a job. I mean, that first initial catch where, where Tyreek right. got injured. Uh, Stephon Diggs, do you remember how, how badly he balled on Cater Kuhu early in the season when we watched that Dolphins-Bills game? We're like, mm-hmm. why isn't there change? Why isn't X coming over to shadow him? I felt watching this game, it should have been the same thing. Why isn't Sauce shadowing Tyreek Hill? Hey, DJ Reed. Yes, Jalen Waddle's fast, but he's not as fast as Cheetah. Go cover him. I felt like that's what you need to see from this de- from this defense, and maybe, maybe, just maybe, it would have been a little bit more um, defensive in that aspect. I agree. Uh, well, a lot of Tyreek Hill's uh, uh, catches were definitely underneath in his zone. Yeah. He would find, and I love that he he finds a pocket. He'll sit there and just wait for Tua to find them. Like it's not an issue. He'll just wait, right. and I think yeah. that that's great. Um, a lot of his stuff was underneath, and then yards after the catch. I mean, when you see that Tyreek usually goes for hundred yards, it's usually like a fifty yard gain somewhere in there uh i mean his long was 35 Jaden waddle's long was 32 sure so most part is underneath it and runs after the catch i mean, look keeping way, keeping both receivers to just about 100 yards i know that it's not necessarily a victory but no we don't want johnny football bro <laughs> <laughs> bro coming with the heat bro he said sign johnny football or sam bradford that's what you guys need right now 
But Danny, when I look at this team from an overall I aspect, I'm Bradford right now. Yeah, when I look at it from my Dolphins perspective, and I look at it, I'm I'm still not. I hate doing this because you should take a win and go to the bank. Like, don't sit there and complain about it. But I have to be a realist when I look at my team. I don't want to see sixty percent against bad teams. I want to see us whip on these bad teams. And then if you play a really good team and you play this 60%, I'm not going to say bad. I am not going to say bad. But if you could play 60%. You by three touchdowns. Not bad. Right. But if you play 60% against the Baltimore Ravens, if you play 60% against the Dallas Cowboys, so on and so forth, I could accept that more than when you look rusty against the Oakland Raiders and then you follow it up with Tua having two really bad turnovers against the New York Jets. But that's just my two cents on that. Let's talk about the injury to Jalen Phillips. Gunny. I think we all saw that live. I yeah. watched it right away. He literally came off the ball. Before they showed the replay, he came off the ball, and I see that the lineman, the right tackle, I forgot who your right tackle is right now, he nice basically mental. he basically carried him to the ground because he came up and just laid down right away. And yeah. I'm like, that's a no-contact injury. These wins are always good on, this, on the stat line, but if we just lost Jalen Phillips to an Achilles injury, the same way you guys lost Aaron Rodgers, that's a huge loss for the Miami Dolphins on that edge. Oh, it's definitely yeah. Achilles, bro. No, no, like, they already, the they already announced it. You saw it. it. Oh, I, I did not know that. Sorry. Okay. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, you didn't even have to wait for that. If you watch the re, the slow motion replay, the, the leg he pushed off of, the I think it was the right calf. My wife and I were watching it. And the moment yeah. you saw the replay, we both uh, we said Achilles at the same time. I thought as well. It just, yep. You saw his whole calf freaking like Hold recoil, up. bro. Mm-hmm. It uh, And it sucks, man, because he was having a good year too, man. Like that. It's one of those things where, like, you 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 see a team right like the Dolphins, who defensively were struggling in the beginning, start to yep. get their things together. And honestly, man, I at this point, I kind of want to know if you guys are legit or if you're not. And it's hard to kind of gauge that whenever you start taking injuries like this. And now you're gonna wonder, like, ah, oh, man, defense is gonna step back because well, they lost one of their best pass rushers, etc. Well, well, so for for the Dolphins, at least they're lucky that they have Van Ginkle because Phillips was out earlier this year, and Van Ginkle right. was. Was balling. I remember I was that's killing Emmanuel Akbar because I said Emmanuel Akbar should be the one stepping up right now, and it was Van Ginkle. And like like we were talking about earlier, Manny, yeah. Akbar's going to be on the field a lot more now. Sure, yeah. But Van Ginkle's probably going to get most of those snaps. I agree. It, listen, it's tough to watch. And then yeah, of course, Javon Holland with the stupid head first against a full size man of Tyler Conklin. That, yeah. That's a big boy. That's a big boy. That and listen, foolish. Javon Holland. I know you're a thumper. That's what you're going to do. You're you're like. That is your life. You want to lay dudes out, but you don't need to at that point, man. Though. The game's over. The game's over. Yeah. You, you don't need to go all in at that point. Wrap um, up. Right. That, that's another thing. By the way, can you guys talk about that? Because I watch all the Jet games, obviously, Danny, because we do this show. I felt this game, as much as you may not want to poo-poo on the defense, This is. I saw way more arm tackles this game than I've ever seen from the New York Jets. You guys are like a wrap-up team. If somebody's coming your way, you're wrapping them up, bringing them to the ground. That's the type of defense you've played. Any insight as to maybe am I overlooked? Am I seeing too much? Maybe it was just this game. Maybe they're giving up. They're exhausted, bro. That's Uh, what I thought it was. That's a couple things. Uh, Exhaustion, trying to get the ball instead of trying to tackle, trying trying to create turnovers. you're You're going for the ball. Which you talked about that when you talked right. about that at the, at the pregame show. You said you're going to see a lot of that, right? So th- that's what ends up happening, right? You start going for the ball instead of for the tackle, and three, just lack of motivation. I hate to say it because they're pros and they need to play every snap, like. But I mean, you can't. I get you the, though. The, the human element 
out of this. There's human emotion in this. Yeah. And at some point, like they, they just aren't playing. Like that that last uh touchdown by Raheem Mostert, that 34 yard run. Right. Just no effort, effort by the defense. Nobody like, around. Like, like, looked, like you, you ever seen that drill where they like start hitting people with like I forget what they hit them with. The sticks. As running by. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it looked like. Their arms were like the sticks just just as he was just bouncing <laughs> off his arms just bouncing off of him. And it, it, that's what it looks like at that point. And that's what that touchdown itself looked like. Listen, I mean, to be I, honest, I, though, I appreciate Mostert for doing that. Uh, definitely at least helped out my fantasy football teams. Facts. Multiple, facts. Uh, with that score. So Listen, it, it, when I saw, and I texted Danny this right away, on that play, when I when they showed the replay, and I saw Liam Eichenberg moving your defensive tackle off the ball, I'm like, no, no, this game is over. This game is over. Yeah. I knew they quit. At that point, I knew they quit. Um, any final thoughts, Gunny, before we get out here? Obviously, you, your season isn't done. Your season isn't done. No, we still got more. No, don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. I don't mean don't in the do aspect that. of winning. But, <laughs> it's over. Right, the season listen. is over. Before, it's time to tank. Listen, I'm, I'm, I've never been one to, to start talking about taking L's on purpose. Right. But I'm done with this season. I'm done with Hackett. I'm done with Joe Doug. I'm done with the whole organization as a whole. Get me a top five pick. You know what I'm saying? Bringing a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr. into this thing to compliment, you know, make Garrett Wilson our number two. You bring in Marvin Harrison Jr. to be the number one. And, and How are you going to move Garrett Wilson line? number two? You can't give Look, Marvin listen, Harrison Garrett number Wilson one. himself has post, been playing yeah. kind of rough the last couple of weeks. Let's call it what it is. All those freaking body body catches and stuff. He's, he's not been playing like we right. thought he was going to. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a generational, I'm saying it, a generational oh. talent oh, at the wide position. Um, and this. there's only one. This there's only one in this draft, and it's him. Michael Williams go. ain't generational. Freaking like there's only one in this draft, and it's freaking Harrison, Marvin Harrison Jr. So get us a top five pick. Let's bring the kid into the building. Fix the offensive line through freaking free agency and any other pick you want to use, because this team is cooked, bro. This team is cooked. Uh, we hope potentially Aaron Rodgers does come back next year uh, after we fire Hackett, because that mm-hmm. motherfucker has got to go, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll have some weapons around for him, and we'll have hopefully a better offensive line because this this offense is beyond trash. It's another year wasted. An elite defense, another year wasted. Those guys, those guys are done. They're like, all right, if the, the, yeah. the offense doesn't have to play, why should we? Right? They're getting paid. We're, why should we have to play? So at this point, let's call it what it is. Let's see what the young guys have. Uh, let me see more of the young guys, and then uh, we'll we'll talk about winning games next year because I don't think well, the Jets win a single game the remainder well, of the season. Okay, that, that, that's what I was going to bring Not up. One. Okay, so this is, the if last, they're trying. this is the last <laughs> six games. You got the Falcons next week. Lost. The Texans, the lost. Dolphins, the Commanders. Oh, lost. The Browns. Dolphins at home, bro? Oh, my God. They, they're going to they're gonna actually take it out on us and, that and they the didn't Patriots. make this game more embarrassing in that yeah. game, and they should. It's losses and, all across yeah. the board, And we bro. are currently 5-0 at home right now. We at are home. Currently and it, they're home. smacking people around at home, too. So that's going to be embarrassing. Well, I did have one yeah. final question for you, Danny, and I asked this question, and always even if even if I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Manny. Even if Trevor uh-huh. Simeon starts next week, you don't think they have a chance against the Falcons? The Falcons if, have if, a if, is Hackett is Hackett calling the play? <laughs> Probably. Then loss. Okay. All right. You, All right. No, I was gonna say I asked you guys at the final question last week, and Gunny, Danny, I think both of you, I think both of you said the same exact thing. So I'm gonna ask it again. I said, regardless of what the outcome is this week, if it does end up being a loss, and you think anybody was going to be fired, Gunny, you thought, nope, I think it's going to be the same shit moving forward. I don't think anybody's lose their job. After seeing the product on the field today, Danny and Gunny, anybody losing their job this weekend before you guys play your next game? Nope. No, I don't believe so. No, I think, right. I think I these think scrubs so will still be here. I think, I think these scrubs will literally get a pass for the entire year. Woody Johnson doesn't have the balls to go ahead and do it. He's going to allow this, this shit show to continue. Um, I- 
and we're going <laughs> to see this this same front office, the same coaching staff for the rest of the season. Listen, uh, Raul Havana is just coming with the fire today. Listen, you guys need an offensive coordinator. He has suggestion here for you. Matt Canada is looking for a job. Matt Canada is looking for a job. Maybe he could take over for Nathaniel Hackett. I heard some really good things about this Matt Canada guy. Listen, it, it may be something you guys want to take a look at. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, just I'll saying. take him. Yeah, <laughs> he can't be worse than Hackett, can he? There you go. Yeah. He can't be worse than Hackett. That it that that is the most battered fan line I've ever heard in my life. It can't be any worse than Nathaniel Hackett. Danny, you think, any that, final that, you think that you think that line is worse than us saying Adam Gase would be better? Oh shit. Yeah. Did, did, did we ever think that we were gonna say yeah. that? Let's put, never Let's put a pull up. A Let's put a pull up. You got bro. I never thought in a million years I would be saying that Adam Gase had a better offense. Adam Gase had this team operating better offensively than this shit regime is with better talent on the other side yeah. of the football. Never thought I'd I, say it, but here we I, are. I, I think Mike McDaniel seems down for the obvious <laughs> reason that you, you can't really bask in a win when you just lost one of your premier pass rushers the way yeah. you did, especially That's that you know it's a season-ending injury. I know Aaron Rodgers is out there making miracles happen that he may potentially come back this year, but you're talking about, you're talking about no, no, a but big that, dude. It's, it's, it's not just that. It's like you still need three months. By then, right. season's over. Super Bowl season's and all. Over. Right. Yeah, season's over. So I, I, I definitely understand that. I, obviously, we're not looking at it. So, Rob, Dolphin Cersei, thank you so much for putting that in there. But I'm, I'm going to assume that's the reason that he's probably looking down on his presser. You can't really bask in a win when you just lost a premier talent like Jalen Phillips. Um, and I'm going to say this, too. I don't think Aaron Rodgers had a full Achilles tear. If Aaron Rodgers okay. steps foot on the football field this season, he did not have a full Achilles tear. Okay. In the words of Bubba, I want to go home. Uh, yeah, Danny, you, Bubba. any final thoughts before we get out of here and close up the show? Uh, final thoughts? No, not really. Uh, I, I was glad that we got to see Jason Brownlee finally. He's finally yeah. out yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, I think that, that is a possibility, right? Yeah. I yeah. yeah he, he's got two or three. I think he would make a great third receiver. I, th I think that he he's had two some catches, twenty yards. That is that is uh, like, that is pretty good. I, I promise you, if that was Lazard, it would be no catches because he dropped. It would have been, mm. been dropped. Mm. Yeah, that's been fair. Dropped. So that's fair. I, I'm glad that he finally got on the field. And um, no, I'm, I'm looking at this schedule. We got. I disagree with with Gunny. Maybe it's my blind optimism. I think we could beat the Falcons blind next indeed. week. If it, yeah, if, if Trevor Simeon can, can can start, I think we could beat the Falcons at home. And um, and he, he'll probably have some practice under his belt. Just throwing that out. Right. There. I mean, he you got you got. You got nine days if, to get ready for that. If game. we win out, Daniel, Dan, no, we win I, out. I didn't say win out. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, if, oh. <laughs> if we won out, we would finish uh -huh. ten and seven. Ten and seven. Right. That gets and you in the, in the wild card, possibly. Maybe huge, maybe. Uh -huh. Right. But do we honestly think going up against any real team, like if somehow by a miracle we went out, even if Aaron Rodgers comes back on one leg, right? Yes. Mm. Yeah. This offensive with, line with, is going to get him killed. With, uh, true, but with <laughs> this defense, I give us a chance against anybody. If we have an offense, I was on board move. with that. I was on board with that, man. But I just, but, I just, but look I'm, at the I'm offenses that we've had. I get I'm you. Dead and I don't blame you. And I don't blame I you. <laughs> but if we can have, if we have an offense that can move the ball slightly with this defense, I give us a chance. I promise you, nobody wants to see this defense in the playoffs. Figuratively, you mean Josh Gordon's going to light yeah. it up. You mean figuratively, he'll light yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah for All sure. Right. And then for sure. a final thought on the Dolphins, real quick. Yeah. Eight and three. The Commanders coming up. Then the Nine and three. Ten and three. Jets. 11 11 they, don't, they, they don't have any real competition until they play the, the final three. Christmas the Eve, final three games: the Ravens and the Bills. Other than those three games, they have they have just 
We I mean, talked about this. We talked about this. Like a lot of people were down on that loss to Kansas City. Oh my God, here we go losing to another, uh, losing to another good teams. Here's my final thought on the Miami Dolphins. If we get all these cupcakes out of the way, like Danny just said, we could potentially be looking at eleven and three by the time we face um, the Baltimore Ravens on the road. So it's like no, the Cowboys guys, at home. Sorry, the Cowboys at home. Eleven and three when you face the Cowboys at home. At that point, God forbid. You lose the last three. You're still sitting at 11 and six going into the playoffs. Listen, yeah. you ha- Dolphin fans. The Miami Dolphins it. are in the playoffs. There's right. no fans for that. They're, they're take, in the playoffs this year. Take the positive with you, man. Just take I'm, the positivity in fact, in fact, with I'm you. Gonna go, I'm going to go even further. You guys are going to win these next freaking three games, go to 11 and three. Y'all could lose out. It won't matter. The Miami Dolphins are winning the AFC East. The, yeah, I, I guarantee so it. The Miami Dolphins so are winning the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills are about to get smacked around over these next three the games they got. And yep. it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be ugly, right? And they um, Miami Eagles Dolphins, as well, if I'm not mistaken, right? The Bills do they got face the Eagles, Eagles coming up. They got the Eagles. They oh, got no, yeah. the, the Bills have the Ravens. A they got the, the, the Chiefs. Year. They they got a yeah. gauntlet coming. Yeah. The Miami Dolphins I, have won the AFC East. It's 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 you can you can celebrate now. Y'all have won the AFC East. I, it's I, when I'm y'all get into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, well, but if it's at home, they're good because they, what they have an issue with is is those road games. Now, what I'm looking forward to is Christmas Eve. Dolphins, Cowboys, because the narrative is that they're both frauds because neither one of them can seem That's to beat true. teams that are over 500. This is also true. So they're yeah. finally both playing teams that are 500. I, I want to see how that game plays out. That's that's the interesting game right there with the narrative going into that game. All right, uh, Gunny, lead us out real quick. Any final thoughts on your New York Jets? And uh, I guess what's your, your hope for the remainder of this season? Yeah, I mean, I guess I want to first apologize to the fans. Um, the fan base as a whole, we don't deserve this. No, moment nobody, of moment of silence nobody, for the New York Jets fan base. For the New York Jets, we're both wearing black for a reason. Yep, we we knew. Uh, I apologize to my daughter watching that game with me today. I said, I'm sorry. Um, you don't deserve <laughs> this. You know what I'm saying? You're so full of light. You're you're a happy child. And then I I made you a Jets fan. Um, mm-hmm. and I wish I could take it back, but unfortunately, this is your life now. So yep. I apologize to her as well. Uh, it's it's just one of those things where I'm at the point where I just want us to lose out. I do. I, I, I've gotten to that point now that I don't care because if we don't lose out, there's a, there's something that makes me believe that Hackett will still be on this roster on this team next year. Somebody's head's going to have to roll, and the only way we can actually allow that to happen is if we embarrass ourselves even more the remainder, remainder of the season. So I'm willing to go ahead and just take the L's so we can go ahead and get rid of the bum Hackett. And hopefully Aaron Rodgers wants to play, and if he doesn't, so be it. At this point, I'm starting to really feel the whole Jim Harbaugh thing, potentially coming out of college and, and becoming the head coach. Like, I'm really there. Um, and and I want a top five pick. I really want a top five pick because I'm, I'm going to start doing my mock drafts now. Mock draft season is, was here a couple weeks back, but now I can really start getting into it. And I want Marvin Harrison Jr. I want him. I want him really bad. And that, that means we need to lose out because he's not going to be there at the, that, that top ten range. Top five, yeah. Top 10, yeah. not so much. Season's over, man. Uh, and I and people that, that want to win just to win for fun, I don't get it. Like, I, I, I watched this team hoping we could break curses, like missing the playoffs for going on year 14. And it's obvious that's not going to happen. We're going to go ahead and extend the curse. The Dolphins are going to go into freaking, you know, into the playoffs this freaking season. If they get a home game, they have a very good chance at winning it. And then, boom. Yeah. Like, we're the biggest laughing stock in the AFC East. Um, 
No, no, it's, that's the New England I, Patriots, though. That is still the New England Patriots. No, I, I, no. They still got because those six they, rings over they this They've got those six this, rings this, in our this, lifetime, this, bro. Fair enough, fair enough. They, fair enough. they can be bad for the next 20 years, and they'll still not be the laughing stock of the earth. Right, because every Patriots fan will be like, yeah, but what about our six rings, huh? Exactly. And, rings? and, yeah, and they've you. all got to see it in our yeah. lifetime, so we can't really argue it. If I was them, I'd be happy. Oh, yeah. I would give. I would switch with the Patriots if this was the Jazz. We won six, and then we can't ask. A hundred percent. Ten out of ten times, I would do it. But in, in short, man, the season's for a sure. wash for us. Congratulations to the Miami Dolphins for winning Appreciate the AFC it. East. Um, I now have to buy a Tua jersey and wear it, um, and, and I lost the bet. And I got to wear it during one of my shows at the end of the year, uh, acknowledging that he is in the Will you be down here in person watching? Because I, I know you said you're going to speak to the – do you speak to your better half? Did you speak to her about coming to Miami on December 17th? He's not spending money to go watch this. I'm not spending money to watch this. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I'm not but, gonna, I mean, if this was going to be a real game, I would have definitely made that made that move. But I'm not going to come down there to watch my team get their ass worked <laughs> and enough, pay for enough. the privilege of seeing it. But uh, another, another like, hey, perfectly said. One just another typical Jets season. Hey, everybody was upset about the whole same old Jets thing. Hey, we're right back to that same old Jets um, season. That's who we are. It's our right. identity at this point. And uh, yeah, I got my new pod, a new uh, episode or series coming out called um, "It's Time to Get Real," uh, and uh, that's dropping my first video tomorrow. Uh, so keep an eye out for that one. But other than that, man, guys, famous out here. Uh, this same. I I hate it here. I really, I really do. I hate it here. I, I wish this wasn't my life. This wasn't my story when it comes to the team that I freaking watch that's and celebrate. Great, but that's a great line. That's, that's a great title for a jet show. I hate it here. I hate it. I hate that it would here. be a great title here. But before we get out of here, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to us on Spotify, if you're in the Fort Lauderdale area and you need yourself a ride to and from anywhere, please look up 5starddrivers.net. That is the number 5starddrivers.net beats any uber and lyft pricing out there danny go ahead and lead us out of here man before i do i want to say dolphin fans i'm sorry that you ended up tied up in hard knocks somehow i promise you that that's a curse that is a curse and you should have somehow turned that away because the, the things that that thing does to teams it's, it's it's wild all right if you are listening on audio thank you for listening all the way to the end we appreciate you taking the time to join and kick it with us this whole time, please like, subscribe, five star, all that other good stuff. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end again. Like and subscribe. Uh, thank for those of you that joined our chat live. As always, we appreciate you taking the time to kick it with us. You guys are the best part of the show. And um, until the next one, which will be well, about a week from now, Wednesday, Thursday. Until the next one, have a good one. Fins up, y'all.